Welcome back. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. I'm super excited, though I'm highly congested if you hear it. But 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 I'm here, and uh, it's been a few episodes without the bodyguard, uh, Kalina. But Kalina is here via Miami. Kalina, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, we we missed you. In the, we missed you in the last couple of episodes. But sometimes life gets you when we schedule these things, and we have to make a decision: do we push on with an episode, or do we reschedule it for later down the line? And sometimes, sometimes you can't let guests go when you have them. Uh, <laughs> We are super excited. I know we talked about this behind the scene with for our special guest today, a f- over 15-year veteran in, in producing some of the most gulliest, soulful, dusty beats straight out of my alley, the way I love it. You talk about working with people like Sean Price, Mob Deep, the late great prodigy, Pumpkinhead, the late great Pumpkinhead, there's so much history and more international folks. And then just coming off the highly successful, monumental, one of the most important records of the last almost five to ten years that's breaking down the doors for the for the new sound of hip-hop, the Griselda project that came out from Shady, one of the big contributors to this album, The Beat Butcher, is on the Crush A Lot podcast. Mr. Butcher, <laughs> Mr. Butcher, how are you? Great, great, great. Thanks. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, I'm a chug, I'm a chug a little sake right and salute to your monumental year. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, so, salute with salute. you, <laughs> man. It's great to it's great to have you here because you're one of the true hip hop pioneers that has a longevity career you you went through a lot of different cycles of different sounds and eras of hip-hop and somehow your sound of hip-hop is now in the forefront of this new movement you made you made it through the dark ages how did you do it (laughs) uh first of all yo thanks for the uh kind words i mean like i don't know if i see it like that myself you know what i mean (laughs) But salute, you know what I mean? Like salute. Um, shit, how did how did like, bro? We're here. It's it's lovely to be able to do uh, hip hop in 2020, you know, and actually like do it like true to the true to the traditions or whatever. Or okay, it's not exactly the traditions, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, modern version of of the traditional uh, stuff that we was raised on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to describe it because that's what it does sound like. It sounds like more like uh, updated, like <laughs> it's, yes. just, it's not like dusty, dusty. It's like elevated, right? It's different. And well, I know yeah, that. obviously. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, well, obviously, like the um, the the kind of like the sample free element is probably something that wasn't necessarily as like prevalent in in the days of of old or whatever so i guess that's one of the new aspects to it other than you know obviously the the you know i i guess you know it's just it's it's nice we're, we're almost having a little renaissance right now you know what i mean with yeah. all the, the cool things that are coming out you know i mean and you being from the uk right and then coming to the us what fairly fairly recently like to stay to live yeah i mean i've been it's I, I, I've only lived in the States for two years, but I've been coming back and forth for a long time. Like I've known 
I've been kind of building my network up here since 2008. And uh, I was predominantly doing trips to, to New York for probably like the last, oh yeah, so like the last 11, 12 years. And um, somehow I ended up in, in LA <laughs> on this crazy journey, even though I was originally kind of going to New York, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. Well, what's been some of the better things though like what has been the transition that you've actually liked like from being in the uk living there to like being in the u.s what are things that you're like oh this is oh this man is- it's uncomparable it's incomparable and no disrespect to the uk but i mean america's really where it's at when it when it, when it comes to like actually making some money off of music you know what i mean off of the kind of music that we you know we we, we uh we do it's not really a feasible career necessarily in in the uk and I feel like you get tarnished a little bit with this kind of underground brush if you if you work in that scene over there. Whereas over here, I, I've been, I, I, you know, my, my taste in music is quite like broad. So I've been able to kind of work in mainstream stuff and do some underground stuff and kind of just work on passion projects, but also work on stuff that's maybe a little bit more commercial or mainstream. And, you know, LA is the perfect place for that, you know, because it's like the opportunities are just... They, they, you know, it's, it's rife with opportunities, you know, it, like no disrespect to New York, but like, it's harder to get, it's a little bit more clicky in New York. It's harder to get really in with the right people in New York, even though I've been doing those, those trips for a long time, you know, people give you the run around a little bit. And I, I got a bit disillusioned with that whole thing there. So when I, the first uh, business trip I ever did to, um, to LA kind of like changed my whole perspective on what I wanted to do, like how I wanted to operate because I got so much stuff done in that week. So, Is it you know. because of your environment or was it because of the people that were around you in LA? Were they different? Were they more open? Were they more like into different things than in, let's say, somewhere like New York? Um, I think most of it's just the culture of uh, the music industry in like New York versus the culture of the music industry in LA. Obviously, the weather is amazing, and I'm coming from a gloomy I mean, place helps. like the UK. <laughs> that helps. You know what I mean? The sunshine every day helps. You know what I mean? It's nice to be. It's nice to be uh, waking up most days with with the sunshine, and you know, um, at least you know, a, 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 at least a sort of warm-ish temperature. You know what I mean? In comparison to like, do you think the girls are prettier in the US compared to like the UK? Like, since having that transition? I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but I definitely, uh, I'm definitely more special in LA than I am in, in London. <laughs> I, I could only put it that way. It's not like, uh, <laughs> like obviously, it's, it's weird that the, the, the kind of like, Obsession with like the English accent in LA is I don't really understand it, but I milked it. So. <laughs> you have to, you have to. Shout out to Sir Loveday, the mm-hmm. dancing bear. Go book him now. Um, saying that, like, that's our partner in the show. I call him the dancing bear. That's how he makes his rent money. Um, go oh, book him now. He's available for the weekends, bar misfits, all that good stuff. Um, moving, oh. go, going from the UK to LA and, and obviously doing it because you have this. Um, deep love for hip hop and music and what you're doing as a creator. 
I would imagine just uplifting to another part of the world away from where you grew up, families, friends, is a huge transition. How is that adjustment? Because even for me, I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm telling my wife, like, I, I'm going to stay in New York for about like two more years, but then I'm out. Like, I can't, like, and I know that's going to make ruffles with a lot of people in that I'm connected to. But it's like, sometimes I just feel like it's time to go. Well, I, I mean, I personally, I, I, it, it wasn't really like much of a, it, it wasn't really an adjustment period. I mean, my life was quite a lot different over there as to what it is in, in the States. But I'd been doing so many trips for such a long time, for like 12 years, I've been going back and forth. And, you know, I'd, I used to do three trips a year. So, you got you, you know, and those trips were like a, a month at a time for most of the time, you know, so... I've built I built a, a friend uh, friend group and you know like New York like people like V Don and like Grands Buddha you know what I mean those kind of people in LA you know like my guy uh, Beatnik D um, you know like uh, Narsen Los Hendricks all them kind of you know so like I already kind of had like a good friend group when I when I moved to to, to LA it and to be honest with you it was nice to spend more time with them because. Um, you know, my friends in uh, in Europe, a lot of them are not necessarily uh, on the same kind of train as what I'm kind of on. Um, you know, not to say that they're not my, my you know, they, they haven't got my heart, but it's just nice to be kind of doing stuff with peers that are kind of doing the, the same kind of stuff or like kind of can relate to some of the, sh- the shit that we, we go through as producers and stuff. You know what I mean? Um but yeah, I don't have a big family either, so like it wasn't really a huge, wasn't a huge yeah. thing. It was like my friends are always my family. I'm a, I'm an only child, and like, my parents aren't together. So like, for me, it was like my friends are always my family. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I, I come from a super small family, and I I just have this is just me and my brothers, and I tell them all the mm. time like, yo, my dudes, I am not too that close to you guys to be like I'm out, I'm out. Uh, see you Thanksgiving, and I'm good with that. Um, so I, I'm very much that person. Um, so it's always good to find other people because I love my family, but I'm more like, I got to go. Um, so LA is <laughs> looking good, good, but most likely it's like I'm already plotting my Costa Rica move. That's like the move for me that, that I'm planning. Yeah, so I don't know how Costa the podcast Rica will survive with me being in a different place with pretty bad internet, but that's the, that's the go-to move. Saying that obviously, I want to dive into the Griselda project because yeah. it's a monumental project. You're talking about some of the best MCs right now who've been doing it for a while, earned their stripes, worked through it, figured it out. Um, and then we have the release, and it is what we all was hoping it would be. Can you walk us through the phone call that says, hey, come join us in doing this how did that happen how did you connect with these with these people well yes it was it was a little bit of a gradual process i mean i kind of me and darren have been talking for 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 a minute about doing stuff and we've kind of been sending stuff back and forth i'd like send him uh you know because i do the the sample free compositions you know stuff with the kind of textures like samples but it's, it's you know uh not samples and um 
Yeah, fuck we the had, sample, right? Like, fuck the sample because you are the sample. You play the exactly, instrument. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So a lot of like, don't realize that that's what that's what I a lot of what I do, you know, because I've kind of done a lot of stuff where yeah. I was solo or where I was sampling, and I've done a lot of packs, but I've never done any composition packs. But yeah, yeah that's, so that's for kind of, people who are not understanding this, right? Yeah. You see, what he does is he actually plays. Okay, he plays the sample, he makes the melody, he creates everything. That's like the best thing ever. Like who could? That's fire. Like you don't ever have to go through any process of like. Oh, where did this sample come from? It came from me. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult process because you know, like the thing is, you know, figuring out how to do this for a living. Uh, you know, years ago when I was really sampling a lot, you know, you you get to realize that you're not really going to make much money if you if you if you don't, you know, uh, if you don't make original music. And then it's like, well, musicians aren't playing the kind of stuff I want to play. And they're not the sounds don't sound the same, so you kind of get forced, kind of got forced into trying to figure it out myself. And in any case, it, it's it's a nice like create. It's it, it feels creative to be able to just kind of, you know, and you don't have to rely on anything. You can just pick up an instrument, you mess around with it, mess around with some pedals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put it in, pitch it, do some weird shit with it. Like you taught yourself how to play the instrument, so it's like yeah. double. Double gratification. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the illest musician there is, but I know how to get by and <laughs> I take like chord by chord sometimes and whatever. But um yeah, so back to your question. <laughs> I know I just veered off. Um yeah, me and Darren just been talking for a minute, uh and boy we just kept in contact when I moved. He came to see me a few times and we got a few more uh a few more kind of placements with Conway. And um, eventually, my my manager actually uh, works at Shady. He suggested that like they do an album, like a group album, rather than the solo albums, because they were working on the solo albums. And um, basically, we all got together. Uh, well, me and Darringer got together a couple of times at Alchemist's crib in LA, and cooked up a couple beats in preparation but yeah we all basically just flew to to new york and just did did the album within a within a week you know it was very it was quite a quick thing it was like from the inception of the idea it was like maybe like a month or two so it was like the idea was you know thought about in february me, me and danger were in the studio at alchemist uh at alchemist's crib in march for like a couple of days and then april like first week of April, we were in the studio and we were just finished. You know, we were doing the, t- the tunes for like three or four days. I don't think it was even three or four days. It was like two days, really. Um, yeah, and that, that was it. You know what I mean? I got to say, like, I really didn't. You know, I, I love Rizalda's music, I, and like, I'm so highly critical of my own stuff. I always, I felt like I could have, I could, we could, we could have made a couple of the joints. Could have made some be- a couple of better beats, but shit, like I guess people were fucking with the the whole overall vibe of the of the thing so much, and uh, and it's a needed balance in the music industry. You know what I mean? So it's 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 lovely to see that to to see what happens. You know what I mean? What's been happening off the back of it? It's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, it. it was a great thing to see the both of you be able to co-produce this project. I think it was really really important. I think it was important too, also because. I think it let people know how 
much range you have because if they hadn't really paid attention to other yeah. projects done, I think this one kind of was like, oh, oh, he's fired. Like, I feel right. like I really heard you and what you do in this album. I, I feel like it's, it's, it's crazy because I kind of had a departure. Of, I was like, I kind of, I'll be, I'll be, be honest, like, I, I you know, I, I'm a hip hop guy through and through, but I kind of lost faith in doing that for, you know, doing that sound. Um, mostly because I'm getting older and, I, you know, I want, I want to make sure that I'm, I want to make sure that my future is uh, solidified. So, you know, like, it's, it's, you know, you, you've got to kind of dibble and dabble in different things. And my, my taste is quite wide. So, it, but it was great. Like, the fact that, you know, I got kind of like asked to do this with, with D and it's kind of opened all sorts of other doors for me to do more of that kind of stuff, you know, and that's really where my heart is at to, to a degree, you know what I mean? So, Stoke. Shout out to Alchemist. I, I was maybe yep. we were talking before we recorded this, and um, a question about podcast has a history with Alchemist's house when I recorded mm -hmm. with Rick Hyde, and he was like, I'm in Alchemist's bathroom right now recording this with you. And I'm like, well, this is the most special episode I've ever recorded. And that's why I named that episode Recorded in Alchemist's Bathroom. While everybody yeah, big, was literally outside of the room, outside in the, was every, was the entire Griselda team. Most likely you were there. And I could hear them like working on the album. And I'm like, Rick, go into the other room and pass the phone around and <laughs> let's get this going. So shout out to, to Alchemist and I, I almost shout never get well. shout out to Ricky. Uh, his album's coming yep, out. Yep. So follow up to his album's coming out soon. Um, can when you when you're working with Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun, and you having the this this you have an arsenal to work with. What's the difference between how they approach their music now that you saw them in action? Like, how would you, how, what is there, like, how can you break down how they approach individually the way they write? Or how is it when, if they work um, together, how I mean, they, they bounce off each other? Well, I mean, really, my, my, most of my experience is, is literally just being with all of them in the lab at the same time. Right, um, with the exception of maybe like like one West session where where with just us and West, but um, so for for me, I, I feel like they 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 don't necessarily have a different um approach. Uh, each one of them doesn't necessarily have a different approach. From my from my from my opinion, but um, they are bar smiths. At the end of the day, they they listen to each other's sings and then they're like, all right, cool. Like I see the way that they work. They work. You know, like the stuff that they're coming up with, they're coming up with like much quicker than you'd think. Like they're fucking, they're quick with it. You know what I'm saying? Like bar smiths, you know what I'm saying? Especially Ben, Benny, Benny and Conway are constantly, I can tell, you know what I mean? They're competing with each other big time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, and as you, and you said it right, you know, as you're getting older, you're getting older, your your ears are changing, the sounds that you really want to go for are changing. Mm -hmm. Is this why you kind of, is, is this any reason why you would kind of want to do like veer into other types of music, like completely, like maybe R&B yeah. or house or something totally yeah, yeah. outside of this? 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I've been doing all, all sorts of kind of, you know what I mean? Like, to be honest with you, like I said, I kind of like um, lost faith a little bit in trying to do and trying to do this kind of music to, to, you know what I mean? Like as a, as a career and kind of like was just doing stuff that I wanted to do, um, you know, projects that I wanted to do. And, um, I would, I was kind of doing more R and B really than I was doing anything else. You know what I mean? So, and I'm still, I'm still involved in a few R and B projects and stuff. And I, I know like some of the hardcore fans are going to hate me for that shit, but you know what I mean? Like we're grown people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's different. It's your career. At this point, you should be able to yeah. work in whatever. It doesn't matter. I think you've solidified yourself as a producer all these years enough to be able to say, hey, you know what? I do this, this, and I also do this, which leads us to the major um, the major record that you did for Beyonce and Jay-Z. You know, and you co-produced yes, it with Dre. I mean, that is amazing that's amazing on somebody i mean who would ever get that chance as a producer even in their whole lifetime of producing I think that's amazing yeah i mean it was a great feeling it's, it, it's it you know i mean it's sick i don't um you know what i mean like it <laughs> it felt it, it felt good because it was like within the first six months of me moving to la um, <laughs> oh, that's fine <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was dope. It's dope. I mean, it's you know, I, I, I like. I hope to do some more stuff. You know, like, um, Hove is obviously very, uh, he's he's very heavily supportive of Griselda stuff. So you know, who knows? Maybe maybe there'll be some stuff there in the future. You know what I mean? I I, I got to say something that's beautiful about the whole business with, with with this Griselda album is that it's opened so many doors where where, where I wouldn't think it would have opened the doors, and um almost solidified a few different things that I thought like, you know, you know, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected it necessarily. You know what I mean? But it's fucking great, man. This, this, this is the balance that's needed in, in, in the game. You know what I mean? We need it. We need this. It's been a long time since any raw music has really been like mainstream and it's moving towards that. Like this is like really mainstream stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they were on Fallon. I mean, they were on Fallon talking about drugs. And I was like, "This is fantastic. Yeah. This is yep. this is great." And, and, and you know, bro, they talked about Virgil and Virgil yeah. fucking got involved in the in the uh, in the in the video. You know what I mean? Come on, man, you can't get much. That's sick. So sick. If I if we you ever know? get West Side Gun on this show, I just want to talk wrestling with him. And I don't know if, if, if that's what you want, Kalina. But I'm a big <laughs> wrestling nerd, just like him. I just don't have the paper to go to every show. But I'm a big wrestling fan. And let me tell you something. Every time there's a wrestling show, West Side Gun is on the front row. And I see him in almost every single pay-per-view that's out there. And I don't, it, it's, the man is doing, is following his passion in a way that's very refreshing. It's like, all right, I'm going to go to re- every wrestling show. Have you been to a wrestling show with him? I haven't. I was into I was into wrestling a little bit in the in the early nineties. Uh, Ultimate Warrior was my favorite, but he bodied himself after he showed his political views. In the last twenty years, I was like, nee, no, can't can't claim that anymore. Yeah, rest in peace, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior was my you know, That's, that was yeah, he was my uh, he was my favorite back then. I had all the tassels and all that shit too. I was a I was a a Bret Hart guy for a long oh, time. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my dude. That was my dude, and then uh, 
Legion of Doom as well. Oh yeah, that absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Every single body type that I'm not, that was what I liked. Mister Perfect <laughs> as well, because my my dude would throw that towel and chew that gum on live TV, and it, he never missed. And I was like, this is amazing. He never misses the gum when he spits it out. So little thing that Jake the Snake, when the snake bit Macho Man. And I was like, what is going on? Why is there a real snake biting a real person in the middle of the ring? That frightened me as a kid. It was terrifying as a kid because I didn't understand what, why they let a King Cobra snake bite Macho Man for real. I was like, why would you do that? This is real. It must be real. That was so confused. They horrified yeah, do, you, do you remember the, do you remember, do you remember the, the cartoon that had like, yes. That had like Hulk Hogan and Sergeant like, um, Slaughter, Iron Sheik. Yes. Yeah, I am Junkyard Dog. Yes, I remember. We're getting real I, nerdy. Yo, we're, losing the the we're losing the audience, Kalina. We're losing the audience. Thank <laughs> Westside Dog. Dog, you remember that? You remember that video? You remember that video with with Iron Sheik saying he was going to make people humble? Yes, I'm gonna make you humble <laughs> with the chicken, all that Hulk stuff, bro. Way. I remember a guy from Cincinnati called Iron Sheik playing like a, a Kuwaiti sympathizer. It was fantastic, and I didn't understand Bro, how he, that was on TV. And it was like Iron Sheik is Iron Sheik is the ledge man. He's the funniest. He's so funny. Bro. He's so funny. His his Twitter. I don't know if he does it, but he's he's so funny. Man, Kalina, you don't have no wrestling memories. No, I don't have no wrestling memories. I was doing other stuff like playing basketball in the backyard. That's it. And skateboarding. skateboarding. I was doing other bad shit, hurting my body. I was doing bad shit. Yeah, I was, I don't get twisted. I was skateboarding too at one point too. That was like my favorite shit for a long time. I, I lived so in a little country. I wasn't. That's all I had. I wasn't skating, but this I was definitely playing it. I love my pro pro skater Tony Hawk on, on my. I was cast. listening to a lot of alternative and rock and skateboarding. That's what I was doing. Shout out Def. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I was I was definitely into alternative at one point too. Oh, I've got an eclectic taste in music. I can't even front. Yeah, well, what are you listening to now that's not hip hop related? Yeah, I would hope so. Though you would be a lot of R&B. If you were, it'd be so boring. Like it'd be so boring if you were just listening to one music, like one type of music. Bro, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. It's 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 music for 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 moods. Every mood has got a music. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't necessarily just listen to the to to this kind of hip hop too. Although I gotta say, like I do, it is my go-to if I'm like angry or like I need to be, get some motivation. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean. Okay, but what do you listen that, to when you're happy, just chilling? You know what I'm saying? Like what oh, the? Yeah, hell? No, I like I like, like Brent Fires a lot. I like Lucky Day. Uh, really? Her. Uh, um, let me think. Amber Mark. I like. Yeah, like I like a lot of R&B shit, and then obviously oldies, like the kind of shit that we. We used to sample, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, Curtis Mayfield, like, prog stuff as well, old soul, moments, uh, whatever, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Or, like... How many... you? I would imagine you would go to, you have been to some concerts. What have, have been some of the more interesting ones? Because I've been to some really hardcore, like, 
concerts where I seen people run into the walls and 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 like crack their heads open because they like hip hop concerts. No, <laughs> like rock concert, like Misfits concerts oh, and like, System of the Down and house party rock bands. That I'm like, I don't know how I ended up in this dungeon. That's one of the reasons why I don't smoke. I smoked once, like for the first time, and I don't know how I ended up in a dungeon in Brooklyn, in the other side of Brooklyn, which I refuse to go to. I don't know. I don't know what I did. I'm like, when I came to, I'm like, how am I in a dungeon with all these people in latex? And I'm like, I don't know how I got there. I have no idea who I was with. All I know is that I was there. And I had to look at my phone and be like, how did I end up in Kent Street in Bushwick? Like, I'm in Sunset Park. I will never go to Bushwick. That's like an hour and a half for me, and I'm in Brooklyn. Why, why would I do that? So that's why I was like, I must have smoked some funny, funny stuff. But it's the same I'll way go, I ended go, up like, I at a punk show. The same way I ended up at a punk show with, like, three, like, skinhead Nazis. I don't know. They were huge. They were scary. Their boots were, like, this big platform. That's it was, like, how it was super- for me. <laughs> have, you, have you had a blackout moment like that? I'm like, how did I get here? Yes. Uh, yes. I, have, I, wanna, I, have, I want not that story. With a, I have. I, I, I mean, I'm a big drinker. I get like, I get a little you get hammered. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I, I get hammered. Yeah, I mean, but. I don't know if I got really a story like that that I want to share that maybe <laughs> it's going to paint me in the light that I want to be painted no, I uh, no, I can't really think of like a, a show that's like that's been really that crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't really like, I don't really go out to concerts that much. I mean, I have seen quite a few people, but like, like a show that's really crazy. I don't, I don't know, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? I, house parties is crazy. Oh yeah, you know, like fights <laughs> where the where the where the walls get broken through. Like I've, I've seen I've that. Seen that. <laughs> I participated yep. in such things. I was a little wild youth. I got arrested a few times here and there. Me too. You know. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, my in, in Brooklyn's hard not to get in trouble in the middle of the summer. You know, house parties are the go to. My go to drink was uh was you remember? Do you remember that uh, Cisco the drink Cisco? There was a oh, drink. Man. I don't know if that was a new <laughs> thing, but that was my thing. It. That was my thing. <laughs> and there was this other drink. Let's see if I can remember. It was the first time I had a drink that actually had like pulp in it. That's the best way I could describe it. But it had like thick pieces in it. I forgot what it was called. But it was super. Good. I don't know. It's, you, you know. Yeah, it's all about. It's, it's all about in the, the summertime in, in New York. It's all about nutcrackers, though. Yeah, oh, for it's sure. About Henny Colada, man. I, I'll be oh, yeah. I know that's a girl's drink, but fuck, and I love that drink. I love Henny Colada. <laughs> I got my boy. I just text him, yo, come come through with the Henny Colada. My boy Wally. Shout out my boy Wally. Slush, call him slush, like the slushy vibe. The mango. I had a fun oh, I had a funny night once in um in Wagner with Lil Ito and uh Vito. Uh where we were drinking nutcrackers and I got completely fucking hammered. <laughs> it was pretty funny though. There we, it was a, there's even a video of it on uh on YouTube. Oh well, I'm, I'm searching <laughs> where that. he's getting interviewed and me and me and Vera in the background and we're like like yo, Vidon, and then I'm like, people <laughs> <laughs> shout out Vidon. Go check out our you our first YouTube video with Vidon on the show. Click uh, the link will be below. Yeah, shout what, out to v, that's my that's my guy, bro. Yo, I love that dude. Yo, Kalina, what's your go to drink? I don't know, man. All right, I don't know. I don't have any go to drink recently. It's just been like recently, and I'm saying like maybe within the last year, it's been a nice shot of of henny and i listen i don't like hard drinks i like craft beer right i like beer right. but 
my go my go to now is definitely fireball i i don't i get lit up with fireball and I love Fireball. I love that burn. I love that burn. And then it has to be a nice cold beer. I'm not, I don't care which beer. I don't like IPAs too much. But I do like my international type beers. And that be yeah, we drank beer. You see which, which ones? What's, what's your favorite country for beers? Oh, Mexican side, bro. I love my Mexican beer. Yeah. And then not necessarily yeah. Corona. I like, good, I like man. It's good and likes. I like, like I like my Dos Equis. Amber, I, that's my go-to. Really? Oh, Dos Equis? Dos Equis, yeah. I don't feel like Dos Equis when I'm done, but like... That's I like that. Yeah, I like. I think my beer taste has changed though. No, like when I was younger, I drank beer, but now it's like the craft beer, so yeah. I like it like fresh from like the breweries. Yo, for sure, for sure. Have some taste, different, different flavors. If if I really want to go Brooklyn, and I've been known to do this at least once a month, and my wife sees like if like this Friday is gonna shout out to me for this Friday, I turn forty, so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm oh, going. Shit. I'm getting a forty ounce. And I'm chugging that shit in one shot the way I used to do. And I'm brown bagging it. And I'm just going bah, 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 some old E <laughs> for my 40th. Shout out to me. I outlived Jesus. Are you going to go to a park bench and do it, though? That's what I do have a park you bench. You're going to sit on a park bench with your homies and knock, knock the top off with a, with a lighter or like on the, the side of the bench. The only way to do it is to drink <laughs> it. I have and some Tim's on, too. The you know I got Tim's? Hell oh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. I'm a stumble home. <laughs> thinking. Asian? Have you ever stumbled home where you think you're walking straight, but you're really like leaning forward? Yes. Uh, yeah. well, okay. Not, That's what I'm going for. It's not fun. No, fun. but I didn't know. There's video of it, but I didn't know. I thought it was walking straight, but I wasn't. So shout out to the people who didn't tell me. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank God. I'm gonna say thank God there there was no social media when 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 uh when I was a teenager because uh, I think they I just wouldn't be be able to have a career at this point. <laughs> I did a lot of fucking weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> being drunk. Yep. If you're new yeah. to the Crush A Lot podcast, thank you for checking out the show. Consider subscribing. Yes. Consider sharing it. Let people know that we're out here putting the good word out with some of our the most amazing artists right now doing it. Go check out the catalog for Beat Butcher, the Griselda stuff, all the stuff. Go check out Mike Tyson stuff that he did with Sean Price. All those things are some of the best things in hip-hop that people still keep in heavy rotation. So that should give you an idea of how incredible this man's music is. And just go rest follow him. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Yes. Rest in peace, Jay Arch. Rest in peace, Pumpkinhead. Yes. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Come yes, because these are all the people you work with. Um, go go hit the link below for our YouTube page with with V Don, we might put this one on uh, the audio version of this on YouTube sometime this week as well. But if you don't want to wait, go to the go to our podcast and check it out, and go follow us on social media for you. You know what's coming up. The back catalog is 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 rich. It's rich. It's it's anybody in the game right now. They've been here, and we got more surprises coming down. If you're going to the Boston show, the Family Affair show on March 21st, keep your coronavirus ass at home. If you have that Bad. shit, I was gonna say don't that. sanitize your ass. And if I don't want to shake your hands, if you're dirty, if you're coughing, yeah. don't even come to the don't, show, bro. Don't, don't even come to the show if you're coughing. Have a shower. Have Wash a shower. your hands. <laughs> sanitize it. If I don't, if I don't shake your hands, 
Don't get upset. I know we like grimy music, but please yeah. keep that grimy. Don't, do don't keep it grimy. We're gonna do the air high fives <laughs> and the air handshake. Let's and you know, so don't get insulted if I don't shake your hands. I got kids. I gotta live, right? So right. We gotta and keep if you don't know who the Iron Sheik is, by the way, go ahead and look him up yes. because they took you down a very weird memory lane, okay? Go, 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 go. You don't know who Iron Sheik is, look go. him up because he looks crazy. Make him humble. I'll make you humble. Uh, go support the show. Go support Daniel Sun, Riggs, Brown Bag Money, um, The Cloth, Rome Street, Al Davino, SD Nack, whoever else I'm missing. They're all going to be there. The Fuck You Mean podcast is going to be there. Respect Who podcast is going to be there. Crush A Lot podcast is going to be there. You might even hear our first single live on stage. You don't know. I'm I'll not be saying. In the back. Kalina I'll be in the will back. be in the back, Thank away you. from everyone, in her bubble outfit to make sure she doesn't get infected. But shout out to you for traveling from Miami to Boston for this. So let's make it big and have fun. Crush a lot podcast. Beat butcher. Kalina. Shout out to Sir Love Day, the dancing bear. Go book him now. He won't get you sick. Peace.